All right, so we just had the Super Bowl conclusion. Super Bowl 58 is now wrapped up in the books about 20, 10 minutes ago. 22 to 19. Is that right? Yeah, 25, that was the... 25, 22. Oh, 25, 22. I'm thinking, yeah, you're right. Chiefs win it. And yeah, that game ex- went exactly. If you asked me to uh, tell you what would happen, not necessarily play by play, but pretty much how everything would go down. That's exactly how that game went. Typical Kyle Shanahan, 49ers, and typical Patrick Mahomes comeback. Titus, I blame you for this. As uh, last week, we were on Kane's show and we were all picking winners. I picked the Chiefs, Kane picked the Chiefs, and Titus didn't want to jinx the Chiefs, so he picked the 49ers. Thank you, Titus. <laughs> okay, so two things. One, I did do that for this exact reason, so it is my fault. But Drake bet on the Chiefs, so like that's like a balancing thing. He's know? actually hit his last few times. I don't know that necessarily on the Super Bowl, but I mean, he's yeah. had some big wins. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the other thing is that as the week started to go on, I really started to believe the 49ers would win this game. I really did. I really did. I did, I did too. It was kind of playing out. I'm like, yeah, that the, the, the defense was keen. I didn't expect defense. I didn't know if the defense caught up like that four quarters. I didn't think they could because it's just the way they were, the way they were playing that first quarter is just impossible to keep that standard up. It was, it was too, you can't do that four quarters. It's just not possible. Like, unless you're Georgia playing TCU, you can't do that for four quarters. You know, it's not it's not a thing you could do. So that aspect. So I do I do accept some share of blame for this. <laughs> but we're gonna get into who deserves most of the blame. I don't want to do that yet. We can save that. But we'll get into who deserves most of the blame for this one, uh, Levi. Because I got a yeah. name. I got a name. Well, I mean, I have, I'm gonna guess it. I do want to make apologies. I'm gonna guess it has to rhyme with Manahan, but we will get to that. Absolutely, absolutely. I do want to say that. I actually became convinced during the game that the 49ers was going to win this, like that it was destined to be. And you know what play that was? Was that Thing, things that are already broken in the 49ers way? I think this was the second quarter, though. But when that ball, that punt bounced directly to Chris Conley with him standing at the one waiting for it, I was like, okay, yeah. I was like, the ball is literally bouncing the 49ers way. They're not going to lose this game. And the 49ers, too, got a lot of calls that if you go back in history, the Chiefs have gotten those calls. Or they the Chiefs have gotten the, the benefit of the doubt on replays and things like that. But a Holding call? Holding. Which one? A crucial, a crucial holding in overtime that extended the 49ers drive. Well, I think, do you not think that was warranted? No, it was. I'm just saying that they gave me, flash, gave me PTSD to last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, those usually go in the uh, Chiefs' way, so that wouldn't have surprised me if that was just a play that was overlooked and called incidental incidental contact or whatever. Yeah. What? What's up? Fletcher Cox just put on his Instagram uh, about seven clown emojis and at nineteen problems. Keep the Eagles out your out your mouth out your mouth, boy. With laughing emojis. Wait, he tagged that to who? Debo Samuel. Oh, yeah. You have any other takeaways? I mean, really, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. Another observation. I'm very surprised that the Chiefs pretty much won in every statistical category because I really thought the 49ers were the best team all the way throughout this. Yeah. And the time of possession difference is not even a full two minutes, which is crazy. Yeah. Yo, I, so 
this must be a tale of two halves because that first half was all all 49ers. Mm-hmm. I guess the second half it got more balanced. Like you said, I, was, I saw a number like, what, I said, like, when did they get 197 yards of offense? When did that happen? Mm-hmm. Where'd that come from? Because, bro, they're only before the overtime, the only touchdown drive came from a, a, a bat, came from a botched punt. Yep. The, the, the kind of muff punt. Also, hey, just fall on it, bro. You just, just fall on it, bro. I don't Fall on it, big dog. That's all you had to mm-hmm. do. All you had to do. So, Levi, this game was like not a good football game. No. And then became a great football game. <laughs> it's always funny, like, in these matchups. Because you remember the Giants and Patriots, the first Super Bowl, the Giants Patriots played with the undefeated Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. It was like a, a low scoring game, and then suddenly it was like 20 points in the fourth. It felt like this was a lot like that. It's like, oh, our points are here now. Everyone's scoring mm-hmm. now. We have, we have offense. Everyone found offense today. But one of my takeaways, man, that boy Brock, Brock, he a little cold. He a little unflappable. He was a little unflappable today because I, I for sure thought a Brock bomb was coming. Like just a terrible Brock decision was coming. And he tried. He tried once or twice. But like seeing the way he extended plays against yeah. defense specifically was so impressive. I was like, okay, yeah, he. Well, that little that little uh, flip pass he had over whoever that was on the edge to get yeah. it to McCaffrey, that was a crazy yeah. play. Yeah. Now, he do a lot of that throw it in the air and duck move, which yeah. I hate. Like, I'm not looking, but I'm going to throw it. I hate that. I've always hated that. I've never liked that move. It looks mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, yo, you don't believe me. You don't believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do think he missed a couple. Like, he he missed a couple of them Jimmy G passes that Jimmy G missed, them, like, wide open, you know, them yeah. overthrows in the end zone. He had a couple of those. But overall, I don't think... He specifically lost this game, but I also don't think he won it, which yeah. puts the 49ers in the same place they're already in. Except <laughs> maybe, maybe he grows in somebody who can win those games. Like it feels like the same, right? It's like you still have a quarterback that can go win you this situ- in this situation, win you this game in this situation. Yeah. That's that's what is the key difference maker right there, too. And I think his immaturity, as in when it comes to football history, he doesn't have a long football history, but it's like Tony Romo was saying, he was calling that all game. And especially in those critical moments in the fourth quarter and overtime, it was Spagnuolo's bringing the blitz. You got to expect the pressure. And when they were disguising it as if they weren't going to blitz, it seemed that was tripping up Brock Purdy. You got to know that. You got to be more aware of who the defensive play caller is on the other side that you're going against. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I saw another, there's another Fletcher Cox Instagram message. <laughs> He said, I still got something you ain't got with the smirk emoji. Yeah, I've been holding I've been holding this one in, son. E A D. And if you know what E A D means? Yep. I, hey, it's up. It is apparently still on <laughs> between the two of us. And yeah, all right then. But yeah, no, I fu- I fully agree, man. Like like you said, Patrick, he found a way to go get them plays when they needed plays. Like he's found a way to go do something. And like, cause I don't think it wasn't a bad game for me either. He made the most of the situation. By the way, this whole not have wide receivers thing is real cute until you get in these games. It's like, man, we can't move the ball because no one's open. What are we yep. supposed to do now? Like, it's real cute, right? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, man, j- j- go fix that. Go fix that. But nah, I think my favorite play of the play call of the game, Levi, was the patch. The one I got the most last set was the Patrick Mahomes read option. That was my favorite play yeah. call of the game. And I texted my friend. I said, he's just white enough to where they never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> there was no spot. They were not fair one pair. Like, what is this? Yeah, they, they really weren't. Never would have believed this would happen. They, well, they're, I think they're so focused on Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Shout out to Kelsey, by the way, because I ain't gonna lie, that's that's that line with the they had from the first half with the Andy Reid accidental shove. 
Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a long day for him this week. Yeah, I mean, it was. I'm a, a long week. It's gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. You know, Taylor fans, you know, they're gonna be like, "Look how aggressive and angry he is all the time." He's yep. around Taylor. It's yep. scary. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be bad for him. He, he made it, he got it together though. Yeah, but overall, man, I want to say, man, Caps. I want I want to send a couple of shouts, man. Shout out to Trent McDuffie. Just ridiculous. I want one of those. Yeah, yeah, he is. Chris Jones, monster. Fred Warner, just a just a beast. I love Fred Warner's my favorite players to watch. Like un, uh, objectively, I love watching Fred Warner play football. Mm-hmm. I just, I, he's one of my favorite guys to watch just at any time. Sorry to Dre Greenlaw, man. That that sucks. That really sucks. Like I, I felt so terrible for that. About that, that gutted me, man. But yeah, shout out to them. Do you think this was a? Would you call this a great Super Bowl? No, I think it was good. It wasn't great. I agree. I agree. They're and, gonna they're gonna mark it down as great though because of the storylines. Yeah, storylines and the over and all the overtime. Everything like yeah, this isn't the game that I would want to like replay a bunch. I think that's I think it probably has some cool nerd stuff in it. Like defensively, I bet like when I was talking my nerd podcast, like me the comms and like Nominee Farquhar and Ben Solak, I bet they're gonna have some super dope like nerd deep dives into defensive stuff. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just pure watchability, this was not this was uneventful. It was a lot of shades of like yo that first quarter went by in, what ten minutes. Yeah, that I was first, quick. I looked up the first quarter was over. I said, whoa. I just I just finished my plate. I mm-hmm. finished my wings and pub sandwich. You know, I I didn't know we I, I, it's over. All right. I feel like yeah, I feel the same way. I think it's just a good it was a good game with the it was a good game with a great ending, I guess, pretty much. Like the fourth quarter was fun. All that was fun. But yeah. are we doing positive are we doing positive and ready to be negative? I'm I'm ready to be negative. Yeah, more positive. Yeah, well, I'll just say this: it's positive that will parlay into a negative or move into a negative. Who's the sideline reporter for CBS now? Whoever asked Patrick Mahomes after the game, she's like, she asked, you know, is this definitely a dynasty now? Patrick Mahomes, he said yes, but yes, Patrick, it is a dynasty now. You know why? Because now you are all on my hater list. The Kansas City Chiefs have reached. New England Patriot status with me when yeah. it comes to I, I've had enough. It's, I'm done with it. I've always been very indifferent to the to the Chiefs. Didn't really care either way. Just admired Patrick Mahomes' greatness and Andy Reid's greatness, Travis Kelsey and those guys. But uh, yeah, I'm over it now. I'm over it. Get them out of here. So congratulations. Okay, so as someone who is obviously obviously loves Andy Reid for life, I do want to give you. The, doesn't this feel like? An all-time great coach finally getting his his stuff, you know. Yeah, for Andy, you know. So you know, he, Andy's finally getting that what he what he deserves. Andy to me is one of the greatest coaches of all time. And I feel like people don't put him in. He's not in the conversation the way he should be a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But you know, now he's gotten three of them. It's like he's that guy now. You know. I think he's. he's I think his name's definitely going to come up more in those conversations. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, he's he's you know he's that guy now. You know, then that. Then that does that hold the hold the hate off a little bit? All right, no, three is enough. No, I don't care. No, <laughs> the hate the hate is strong in this one. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it because I have mixed feelings because I don't like the fact they beat me in the mm. Super Bowl. I have mixed feelings, so like, but you know, them also beating the 49ers didn't didn't hurt. Help help me a little bit, but Levi, I am ready to say like a specific thing. Kyle Shanahan lost this game. It's not the first time. Not the second time. Probably be the last time he loses the super. He loses the big game, but he lost this game, man. I don't know if you want. I, I tweeted out. Let me let me find the tweet, Levi. You remember their drive, the last drive that they got that field goal to go up nineteen to sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. 
who the Chiefs went down. They got mad close. And they got close. McCaffrey was like cooking, right? Chris McCaffrey mm-hmm. was cooking. So like I tweeted out, right? It was like a third and short or whatever that they had to convert. Or fourth and short. And I tweeted at 10 at 10 p.m. Levi. I said, I won't do anything except trust Christian McCaffrey. I call him CMC because I can't spell him. I'm like, I can't spell McCaffrey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't can't tell if it's two F's, three, two F's, two R's. It's the C's that trip me up. I don't know if yeah, it's one C or two C's. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot of potential doubles that might be singles. I don't like it. Yeah, I think it's two F's, and but I don't know about the C's. Yeah, what about the R? Is it one R? I think it's one R. It's one, one R. R. Okay, okay. So, but yeah, I said, I wouldn't do anything with trust CMC. And I'm pretty sure Chris McCaffrey didn't touch the ball again in that, on that drive. I think they, they had for, they converted the first down to George Kittle, which was a good play. That fourth down pass was a nice play. I, I like that call. Mm-hmm. But like, bro. I really feel like I've seen him do that. I feel like Christian McCaffrey would have gotten six points. And I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely do not believe the 49ers defense would have gave up six. I really mm-hmm. don't. Like, just the way they were playing, if they know they had to, they know in their minds they need six to win, they're not giving up six. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they were, the way they were playing, I don't think they're doing that. I really don't. So I just, I just don't get it. I don't get why he's so obsessed with just not going with the obvious working solution. Like everything got to be a fancy bootleg motion. No, it doesn't. Give the ball to McCaffrey and let him cook. Let McCaffrey cook. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a 13 play, a 13 play drive in the field goal shouldn't happen. We have Christian McCaffrey. I just don't believe that's a thing that should happen, bro. Like, I, I really don't. I had that same exact thought when it might have been a little bit earlier in the game, but it was when they went away from him. Or was it in the third quarter when things yeah. kind of stalled out for them? Yeah, third it was the third quarter, sure. yeah, and, the and it was mainly. Right yeah, it was actually mainly maybe halfway through the fourth quarter. I started thinking like, why they stop doing this in the third quarter? You know, and I've had this, right. and that brought along those same thoughts of Shanahan getting too cute with things, or just has this obsession of wanting to pass on downs that he shouldn't be passing right. on, or in situations to, he shouldn't yeah. be. I went to the wrong drive. It was a seven play drive. The, the overtime drive ended in field goal, but the <clears throat> drive before. Seven, that's fine. I'll call that. That's fine. <laughs> but the drive, their last drive in regulation. Here we go. All right. There's out. First 10 at the 40. Chris McCaffrey, five yards. Second and five. Brock Purdy pass. Two minute warning. Third and five. Brock Purdy pass. Doing, bro. Just get McCaffrey can get you five. He's going to get you five. He might have got you eight on accident. Like, yeah, you know, like, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. He, he's, he's almost too smart. They yeah. overthinks it for, you know, he overthinks too, it. Too smart for your own good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's obviously a great, but like, he's just, it's just the way he gets, he gets real big brain. Mm-hmm. Like real, real mad and big brain. And it's like, bro, stop. Just, just go with the obvious. Like, I, I think this game should have been won, man. I think they had, they should have won that game, dog. They really, this one to me is worse than the first one they lost to the Chiefs. Because that first loss of the Chiefs felt like the Chiefs just made some plays. All right, cool. Chiefs made a couple plays. Happens. You know, you had Jimmy G. You weren't you weren't fully formed as a coach or a team. Identity wise, what you want to do yet. This one right here, though, bro. Like I said, like it felt like you had them all game. Their only touchdown came on off of a muff punt. Like it's the only way they got into the end zone. Like you had the you had everything lined up perfect for you and just didn't capitalize. And I I'm putting that on Shanahan, man. I'm putting that squarely on Kyle Shanahan. I'll have no, oh, go. Well, I was just gonna say I'd have to go back and look at those other ones or be reminded of those other Super Bowls or championship games. But 
I'm not even talking about those ones. I'm talking about those ones to the Chiefs. I bet those Super Bowls to the Chiefs. That's the main one I'm talking about. Okay, and yeah, and well, I'm gonna have to look back at it anyways because I actually had the opposite thought. I kind of thought, well, at least he's progressing a little bit. I didn't think it was as atrocious or as bad as the first one, but it. I guess it may have been, and part of that is to which I mean, of course, like the main blame goes to Shanahan, but he wasn't getting helped out either in that final drive or whatever on defense. I, I did not understand the five man front and then that soft coverage in the back. They were literally giving them, you know, six, seven yards each play, and it was absolutely ridiculous. I feel like so for me, it felt like they they felt really confident they could keep them out the end zone no matter what. So I thought they felt like they could do. So, like, in a way, I understood, but at a certain point, I'm like, okay, you're going to have to play some real defense here, big dog. Now, what didn't make sense, and I think all of us and Tony Romo agreed, that that zero blitz on third down? Yeah. Brother. 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 We all saw that coming. I mean, Mahomes mm-hmm. saw it. If Mahomes see the blitz coming, it's over for you. You're not getting it. If he sees it, he knows what to do, you know? I do think one other thing that I liked from Mahomes was that you kind of see that progression in him, like, as a okay, I won't go for the home run ball anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, because we talked, we remember in 20, the, the Bengals game, obviously, he was like, all right, we're going to go win it right now, today. At this moment, it's like, no, no, you're not. No, don't do not do that. Not that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I tweeted, I, I tweeted, Levi, I said, when they got the ball at overtime, I said, so this game's either going to end in eight plays or the Chiefs, two plays, or I said it's going to end in two plays or the Chiefs win. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm like, somebody's going to fumble, Mahomes going to throw a pick, or it's going to be, or they're going to go win the game. But yeah, seeing him just stay like just be dominant, but not in a I'm gonna go make this big play kind of way. It's like I'll just go. You want to give me five yards every time? I will take five yards every time. Yeah, but yeah, definitely a play calling was bad because D'Amico, D'Amico wouldn't went out like that. No, that's why I text you. I said Forty yeah. Niners are really missing D'Amico right now. That's why. That's why I was gonna say I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You you did. Yeah, yeah. But the other major thing that stood out to me was Christian McCaffrey is just really good. Like, I always underestimate him. I don't know why, but I mean, I going into a game, I'm like, yeah, 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 he's good, but he's not going to be that much of a difference maker. And then I start watching him play. I'm like, yeah, this dude's a freaking di- like yeah, huge difference maker. It's so funny because it feels like we knew he was good in Carolina, but this is like a research. Like, yo, he's so good though. Yeah, I know he's he's like he was good in Carolina. I'm like, yo, yo, but like really watch how good he is though. Like really look at it. Like it's kind of crazy. Like. I- it, I just always assumed he'd be plagued by injuries from yeah. there on out. Yeah, right, right. And I said, you know, I said, I told you, I told you this before. I said, have you ever, did the first person tackle him? Yeah. Does it happen? Almost the never. Person, the only one who does is Chris Jones. Chris Jones, mm-hmm. he's 300 pounds. It's a mammoth of a man. Yes. And like McCaffrey, yo, McCaffrey tried to duck. He's like, if I just stay down here low, he won't, he won't be able to get me. I'm just stay right here. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no man like, i'm with you guys. christian mccaffrey man that's a real x factor bro like that dude is he's so good he's so so good he yeah. was my dark horse mvp i thought he'd be super mvp yeah so I mm-hmm. see big game. i see him having a really big game in this situation oh if they would have won he would have gotten mvp hands down you i think on, so you sleep on Jawan jennings like that the legend? i think the stats were too in favor of um, i mean Jawan jennings third and Jawan, bro always always uh count on Jawan. Jawan was the best quarterback of the day Oh yeah, he he did throw that touchdown. He did. What a slow developing play. That play took skill. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, this isn't gonna work. Like, oh, oh, it worked. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because like he got credit for the touchdown pass, even though it was really like a it really was like a half lateral. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's a touchdown pass. Like, okay. Oh, all yeah. right then. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's like like it's, it's shovel pass work. 
like getting that pad, that, that touch pass credit. Like, okay, guys. But, oh, uh, that play I do have it. That did birth a take for me or actually a solution. So I, ever since I was a kid playing either Madden or mainly NCAA and in NCAA, you could be more successful with it. Yeah. But it's going to sound like I'm stealing the take from PFT as he's the most famous one who has had this take for forever being a rugby guy, but needing to incorporate more laterals into football and in the strategy. And I agree with that. I'm all for it. And I think one way you can encourage more laterals is we need to add a assist category. Oh, yes. I do agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Like touchdown. I feel like. Passing yards need to be. We gotta do some passing yards. We gotta do some passing yards. Why do you say that? Lie anymore. But like these touch passes being credited to the quarterback. No, no, no. <laughs> but you know, oh, you know what we need? We need a yak separator. We need yards, passing yards, and then a yak yards separator in the yards stat. Yeah, I'm down with that. I mean, we got the yeah. technology now to uh, just because go instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta track it. Track yak. Yeah. Hashtag respect the yak. I'm down with that. For sure, for sure. Do you have any other big takes from this game or observations? Yes. It's hard because Fletcher Cox tweeted something opposite, so I feel like I <laughs> to say this. But I do want to say, I think it's funny that us, me, us being the Eagles fans and the 49ers fans spent all year with this beef. The 49ers started it. And to be fair, they did start it. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you start be you know how we are you know how us Philly fans we we'll 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 go to, we'll go to hell right with you we yeah. all going together we going down we going low we going you going low I'm going low with you you know so we all descended into the dark into the depths of hate the dark depths of hate but we hate each other all year just about it was about this it was about this moment leave out the Super Bowl it was about this you know we beat them to go to the Super Bowl Brock, everything we all know the story about Purdue blah 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 all that good stuff they get back there this they beat they whoop us. And then get back there this year, you know, just for the just for the same, just to feel the same pain, just to have Patrick Mahomes rip your heart out, like he did me last year. We did all. The, what was it for, Levi? What was all this hate for? Mm-hmm. Because the same man came through and just said, "I don't care. I don't care about y'all petty, y'all petty NFC beef. I am him. Mm-hmm. I am the greatest." What was it all for? So I, you know, I, I tweeted out earlier. You know, before Fletcher Cox, I saw Fletcher Cox say what he said. I said, you know, we did all this. We created all this beef with each other just for this to happen to both of us. So I'm sorry, 49ers fans. But Fletcher Cox told Debo to watch his mouth. So the beef back on, I guess. So, you know, ha ha. Well. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, man, I, I did feel that. I did feel how silly it was. It put it all in perspective how silly it all is that we have really, because you know how much I've hated them based off what happened. Like, you know how angry I've been about this. You definitely knew. You've heard it too much, probably. Mm hmm. How much I just can't stand them. And now we're in the same spot. Losers. Super Bowl losers. And people are going to tell you how good the game was. You're not going to want to hear that. My friend told me, like, the Super Bowl actually is one of his favorites ever. I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. Not one of mine. I never, I've never, I've watched a single play from that Super Bowl since it happened. I've watched a single play from that Super Bowl since it happened. <laughs> not one play. I, like, literally, I've not seen a single clip from that Super Bowl since the day it happened. And I, <laughs> and I won't. I won't. Why would I do that to myself? You know, so we're in the same place, guys. We're, we're both losers. We're both trying to get that guy. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's no point in all this. Tell Debo watch his mouth, though. Maybe we can have a beat. I have a fun stat. Ooh, I'm excited. I don't know if it's that interesting. So now Steve, Sp- Steve Spagnola 
you know, now has four Super Bowl wins. In three of those matchups in 2007, the Patriots averaged 36.8 points per game. He held, yeah, he held them to 14. In 2019, 49ers averaged 29.9 points per game, held them to 20. And then this year, the 49ers were averaging 28.9 points per game, and he held them to 22 in overtime. Bro, he's he's really like, I guess because he doesn't want to be a head coach. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. like he's not getting offered calls to be a head coach. We kind of just forget he's done an incredible job. And they built mm-hmm. an amazing defense over there, too. But yeah, like I didn't, I don't know why. I guess I forgot. I, well, I know why I forgot. But like they were like, yeah, he beat the, he beat those Patriots. I'm like both of them. That, mm-hmm. was, that was his work. Oh, he's one of those. He's one of those, one of those, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done an incredible job. So I got a question for you. Talk to me. What do the 49ers do from here? You, you run it back, right? Like there's no, <laughs> you just keep running it back and you hope that one day you just, you just get it done. Because they have, they've been a perennial contender. They're not far, they're not that far off. They've been yeah. to two Super Bowls. They've been to, what, four NFC championships. Like, they're not far off. They're just not there. And, I mean, you could argue they're not there because of the decision they made at quarterback. But they seem comfortable with the quarterback they've chosen now. And if mm-hmm. that's the case, then you run it back, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you, you oh. know, you trade, you trade three more picks to take a quarterback that you don't play. You can do that again. Yeah. Do you have a guess of if you say they had, say John Lynch says, you know, I want to make one major move. I just need to make one move, whether it's by staff or by player addition or subtraction. Do you have a guess or a take on what they should do or what do you think they would do? If there was a disgruntled quarterback that was available, that was really good, I would go for them. But Kirk Cousins, see, Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles which will keep them from doing something stupid. Cause it's yeah. I think in that Shanahan offense, you got to have somebody who's mobile. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I mean, which is weird. Cause he's kind of chosen statues a few times. Well, like Matt Ryan. Yeah. And he chose, he really just chose to stay with Jimmy for four years. Yeah. yeah this is the one. It's like, all right, yeah. bro. whatever you say, whatever you say, big guy. But yeah, I, I do think yeah you you need a little bit of mobility there. You see how much Brock changes that. And we've also I feel like we've all I feel like every observer said that too. You get a mobile quarterback over that's over. Yeah, exactly. Because that just adds another wrinkle into the offense and the play I action game. Why he don't, I don't know why he don't do it because What's it's that? our idea. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, it's got to be in the Shanahan original. I know my mic. I'm blowing my mic. No. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, it, it's got to be his. He's like, oh, they saying I mean, I I can't do because they I got to do my own thing. Like, All right, okay, bro. Okay, okay, bro. Yeah. My fans got big okay, bro energy. But yeah, I don't. I really don't see what needs to be added there. Maybe because I mean, if you want to get another elite wide receiver, maybe that. I was gonna say that, or you're gonna need wide receiver threat. I was gonna say that, or you need another dynamic tight end because i mean kittle hasn't been there in some big situations because of injuries and things like that so yeah. i would i would add to that yo kittle had a thousand yards you're like when yeah when did he do that's that? crazy that was a quiet thousand yard season that's weird yeah i i have a i have a guess of what here's my hot take mm-hmm. i'm not saying that i agree with it but if i had to go out and give a hot take of like some major move they would do 
it may be a little unfair because it was his first season doing it, but the 49ers did legitimately struggle at defense when they shouldn't have at games. And I think I could see a move being made, you know, whether firing Steve Wilkes or bringing somebody else in and calling them co, you know, defense coordinator or whatever. Because they said it was like like a focus and different things like that. And also injuries. They've had injuries on that side of the ball, but there have been inexcusable performances, I believe. I'm not, I do agree with that. Cause this is, it was just such a stark difference between him and D'Amico. And it really shows tonight. Like it really, really shows tonight. It was funny because you remember he was in the booth early in the year. Like he'd be too excited. So we got to put him in the booth. Mm-hmm. And he came to the sideline. I, did, I didn't know he, he started out in the he booth. Started, he started in the booth and then he put him to the side. They moved to the sidelines after they struggled a little bit. You know, I mean, it kind of got better. But yeah, I do. I think I would just honestly, man, just run. I, I would run it back because I don't see a legit NFC threat outside of whatever Philly figures out. I don't know what we're going to figure out though. But like, I don't look at if I'm them, I don't look at the NFC and be like, okay. Every team is this close to us, right? Like, I still think there's a bit of a gap between them, exactly a bit of a gap between them and everybody else in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think the Packers will be ready next year. The Lions, yes, me, yes, me believe in Jared Goff more, and I don't know if I'm capable of that anymore. I don't know if I'm capable of believing more in Jared Goff. Yeah. You know, it's a, I bet I'm a take for that. Have we recorded since? Have we done our own episodes since? I don't think since? we have. I don't think we have. We've been, we've been hanging out with Kane. I bet, I bet, I bet take on the Lions. Oh. I'm excited. I'm listening. I'm not proud of this take, and I hope it's not true. I know. But you remember how I predicted the down the the Falcons' downfall after their Super Bowl loss? You did. I feel it coming. It's going to be a Detroit downfall. I think this was yeah. the peak. I think they reached it a little too early. And yeah, I don't see them making any big move. which... That is kind of a crazy take, though, because it is two totally different situations where the Falcons were a little bit of an older team, even though they were still ahead of schedule. With the Lions, I mean, a lot of those playmakers are legitimate rookies. So you could say there's a lot of growth there, but I think it's, that's going to be hard for them to get over. And they may have kind of an underwhelming season next year. Yeah, I will say, I did like when Dan Campbell told him, there's no guarantee, there's no guarantee we get back here because we are now the hunted. Like, anybody wouldn't yeah. shock nobody. I like that he said that. Yeah, I yeah, like it that he acknowledged it too. Yeah, I think part of my fear is that, along with I'm kind of with you, current fear is that how much, how where is your ceiling actually? If I do this, there's still room to grow there. But it's like, is Jared Goff at a place where he's going to get better, or is this just what Jared Goff is? And that's the case. This is kind of going to be your at best. At best, this is your ceiling. At best, you know. So I'm curious to see what that like. I don't think the Packers are a threat to Fort the San Francisco yet. I mean, Lord, I mean, Michael Floor, Matt LaFleur hasn't beaten him yet, so he's not a threat. He ain't beaten that man yet anyway. He ain't beaten mm-hmm. and he's not a threat. He's not a threat till you do it. We're in flux. The Cowboys. I was gonna bring up the Cowboys and then I remembered Dan Quinn was gone. So Yeah, I mean, and you gotta think with the Cowboys too, Levi. You know, they got we gotta see what they're gonna do in the offseason because they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough weapons. They have enough players according to Michael Parsons. <laughs> they just didn't have enough according to Michael Parsons. Not all pros, but it wasn't enough. That's what it's what the the wannabe deep boy said. The right. only the only position I can think that can actually use a legitimate upgrade, and they may not even have to do it, because I think he's still he has the potential to be that guy. But Tony Pollard wasn't what everybody thought he was going to be this year. Yeah, he and that may be a schematics issue. I don't know. I didn't I, I didn't watch that much of the Cowboys, but I know 
the Tony Pollard production wasn't there like it should have been, or like yeah, what was anticipated. That. Yeah, he was going with that injury too. I forgot what it was. What was the injury he had the other year? I forgot what it was. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He took some crazy, he took some injuries, took him out for most of the year before. Yeah, he was coming off that. But yeah, that's about it. Maybe linebacker? I don't know. Maybe linebacker? Mm-hmm. Like middle linebacker type, type stuff? Not because obviously Mike is a linebacker, but I don't know what they want, man. I don't know what they want. I, I don't know what I want for them. Misery. That's what I want for them for life. Mm-hmm. Pain. Um, <laughs> speaking of misery and pain, Hassan Reddick might not be an Eagle anymore. And that's all I want to say on that. What What do you think about the money he's demanding? As someone, see, I'm going to allow myself to put on the fan hat, the delusional fan hat, and not and act like salary cap doesn't exist. Pay him what he wants. Pay that man what he wants. That's my delusional fan hat. Reality is Devonta Smith and Landon Dickerson both have to be signed this offseason. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Their contract's up next year. Both of them have to be signed. Hurts' contract kicks in at some point. I don't know what Hassan's number is, but I think they're giving him the chance to go see if someone will pay it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think, because I think we're willing to resign him. It's just whatever number he wants, I don't think we're willing. We can pay that number and they're going to give him a chance to go find it. But I, Hassan, please, please. Yeah. I want to do, I wanna do <laughs> I want to, I like, I like it. It makes mm-hmm. me. I like it. I don't want... No, don't leave me. No. No. Yeah, Hassan Riddick's really good. I'd love to have him on the Falcons any day. I've only seen one other take... No, sir. You can't have him. (laughs) Now, if you throw in Nolan Carter in there, or who's my guy? Who am I thinking? Nolan Smith or Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter's the guy I'm thinking of. Throw throw them in there. We might have a deal. How about one Nakobe Dean? No, <laughs> no, I'm I'm good. We don't have a trade. <laughs> I, I've only seen one take on that issue, and that's how I learned about the Hassan Reddick yeah. situation going on. But this person's one take, who I think was also an Eagles fan, they told Hassan he can go kick rocks. That was their opinion. So uh, I just I just disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I read I read Ian Rapport's tweet, and then I read someone tweet explaining like the cap situation, like the money situation. And mm-hmm. you know what I quote you with? But what about me? <laughs> what about my wants? What about what I want? I like watching yeah. Hassan play football in the Eagles jersey. He's from Pennsylvania. You know he's from there. Mm-hmm. Around the block. I just, I can't, I can't. It's, it's already going to be, I'm already going to be drained. Yeah, I, funny story, Levi. I was playing Madden 24 years. Now we've moved from 49ers pain to my pain. See, we're the same, 49ers. <laughs> I was playing Madden. I got Madden 24. It's on Game Pass now. In case y'all don't know, Madden 24 is the yeah, Madden 24 on Game Pass now. I got so. 24 now, too, yeah. Just like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's Game Pass? Man, I'm, I'm here. I'm here yeah. now. <laughs> so I was looking through, and I was like, I did a, I'm doing like a Bears franchise. They had two for two top, two top 10 picks. It was easy, easy rebuild. We'll get, get this done real quick, right? And I went, I was trying to find a center and I went by the Eagles and there was no center on the roster. And I got real emotional for a second. <laughs> it hurt. I was like, ah, there's no here. Like, I'm going to lose Kelsey. Fletcher Cox is a free agent. Like, I, I'm going through it. Am I not going through enough? Have mm-hmm. I not dealt? Let, Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox have been Eagles for my entire life, basically. Not my entire, you know what I'm saying? Like, in my football, like, really watching life, they have been the Eagles. They've been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, am I not seeing enough? Have, do I not have enough pain to deal with to where Hassan Reddick has to leave me to? Please, just somebody, somebody, please, just. All right, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. That was, that was very <laughs> self indulgent. Best Super Bowl. Couch and hands fault. Yeah, I don't know if I have any other takes on the Super Bowl, really. Yeah, what's going to happen is I'm going to listen to Mina Khan and Dominique tomorrow. And, and then have more takes. Day. 
Yeah, and then I have more takes. Exactly. On I will too. I will too. <laughs> For sure. I, said, I will listen to my football podcast and yep. You know what's you know what annoys me, Levi, is that like I listen to these football podcasts and I feel like I go into games knowing what to look for better. Mm-hmm. But then I still leave the games feeling like I don't know what happened at the time. I know what happened, <laughs> but like all the smart stuff that I knew going into the game, I feel like they got to tell me more smart stuff to understand what I watched. Yeah. Very, <laughs> <laughs> very crazy. Football's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, it uh, is. Oh, I watched like I watched Nickelodeon broadcast for a large chunk of this game. I'm not even. Oh, you lie. did? How was it? Oh, it was so much fun. It was. It was so much fun, Levi. They were explaining rules. I watched my girlfriend. They were explaining rules. They explained the false start rule like in <laughs> great detail. And she was like, Oh, that's educational. That's so it's so educational. It's like I knew it was a penalty, but I, didn't, I mean I knew it was illegal, but I didn't know what it was. Or it was a penalty. I'm like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's like she learned so much. She learned so much watching that broadcast. It was hilarious. <laughs> there was one point they were talking about Rashid Rashid Rice and because Nate Burleson and I forget the commentators name. I'm sorry. But they were they had the real commentators with SpongeBob and then with the SpongeBob and Patrick talking the whole time mm-hmm. themselves. So like they would bounce off each other. They were talking about Rashid Rice. And he was like, Yeah, he's rice, yeah, he's rice every day. And uh, his favorite subject is math. And I don't know how that's, I don't, I don't understand. I can't get my mind around that. And SpongeBob goes, he has a granular mind. Rice <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's next level. Good job. Good job, SpongeBob. Good job, SpongeBob. It was a fun watch, though. <laughs> it's got nothing on the Toy Story watch, because watching this yeah. throw a pick six in Toy Story format is one of the funniest things and greatest things. It's still the greatest thing that happens in football season. Mm. It's the great, that's the highlight of the year. But outside of that, you know, yeah, th- this was it was a fun to watch. I enjoyed myself. Squidward was stuck in the back in the line for the bathroom for three quarters. Oh, really? <laughs> it was randomly showing like Squidward's still in line at the bathroom. <laughs> like they was randomly just showing every hour, like oh Squidward's still in line. <laughs> the the writers around SpongeBob, it's they're genius. They the are. people who write that show are genius. They really are. Larry the Lobster showed up. Larry the Lobster showed up. I saw him running around. I saw a few clips yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, he was hanging out on the fields, being extra. Do you see the clip of Patrick talking about a fumble? No. He was like, "You have to firmly grasp it." Really, that was a fun watch. It took a lot of. It, it made it less stressful over there. It was a little less stressful. You know, it was a fun environment. Yeah. Oh yeah, the that's kids, good. The kids were watching. It was, it was a fun time. Sandy was the sideline reporter, which was epic. Oh, she was. Yeah, she Sandy was Cheeks. Reporter. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Sandy Cheeks was sideline reporter. That was fun. That was fun. But now it was a fun broadcast. I went back to the main broadcast because, you know, it's raining down here. And, you know, I don't know if you got satellite over there, but, you know, I satellite operate in the rain. Mm. Turn, I had to turn to the local channels just in case, like, nah, I can't lose it. Yeah. You know, straight to local. <laughs> straight to local. So, yeah. But, nah. Is, did they announce, are the Patriots and Mac Jones officially divorced? Oh, what happened? I don't know. I, I just saw Mac Jones is trending on my twitter but uh, yeah i don't know maybe not maybe it's just a random okay it says patriots qb matt jones likely to be traded this all season that was announced like early earlier today so traded for what i don't know, <laughs> you know six round draft pick kyle shanahan kyle shanahan gonna try it again shanahan might it. take him he really might he did love he did allegedly love him allegedly i mean he's got the same darnold sitting over there so why not does have Sam Darnold over there, doesn't he? Yeah. Wow. How crazy would that have been if Brock Purdy got hurt and Sam Darnold had come on? And Nick Foles? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what a redemption I'm story. Lie. I'm not going to lie, Levi. My, like, that would have done a lot of bad confirmation bias from my Brock Purdy slander if Sam Darnold would have came in there and won the game. Mm-hmm. But he can do it with anybody. It's <laughs> yeah. not the quarterback. Yeah. It's not the quarterback. 
that would have been that really would have been Kyle Shanahan's dream right there. He might have been hoping this whole Honestly, time that yeah. Purdy was going to get hurt. He, so he, he, been, he, been hoping his, he, was, he was hoping his elbow would blow up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, please. Do you see a report that apparently Shanahan was like, if they didn't know how if Brock was going to be able to play this year, he was seriously thinking about they were seriously trying to get Brady? Yeah, I saw that. Get Brady for yeah. Season? yeah, I saw yeah. that. Doesn't didn't surprise me. Now Brady must you know I'm over Brady must have really been over football at that point. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, because it made a whole lot of sense with him being from San Francisco, growing up right. a 49ers fan, and all that. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, he, he's over it. So yeah, fun game, fun fun night. I asked my girlfriend, she had thoughts on the game. She said, "I have no thoughts on the game, but it was great." Like, all right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it was good. The halftime show gave me the energy for the second half because man, I was over <laughs> this game. I was real over this game for that first half was just just nasty. Yeah. I think, let me see what my Super Bowl MVP rankings were. I tweet out Super Bowl MVP rankings at, at halftime. All right, Super Bowl MVP, but my ranking, right? Yeah. After the halftime, it was Usher, the San Francisco punter, Jake Moody, and the Chiefs punter. <laughs> Those are my top five. You need to have Harrison Butker in there. Then he hit a 57-yarder in that first half. Yeah, but Jake Moody hit more. Jake, I think Jake they Moody both had, had a team. field goal in the first half. Yeah, Jake Moody had the lead, though, so you know you know yeah, how it works. You that's true. Lead, it's, it's yours. It's yours. True. Jake Moody's the most confusing kicker of all time, by the way. Yeah, he is. Like, I can't trust you to make an extra point, but I can trust you to make a 57? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That yep. uh, that Bucker 57-yarder, I was like, this isn't going in. And just flopped it in. I was like, oh, like a laser beam. Yeah, it was like it was easy. Yeah, because it was like going, it was like slap. I was like, oh, that's not going in. It's like, oh, okay, that did work. All right, then good for you. Good job. Congratulations. My bad. I apologize. Yeah. So, my football. football season's over. And... Darkness is descending upon us now. Mm. I saw a tweet the other day. Some, they were like, don't let them tell you football is ending. The XFL, the UFL. Yeah, like, yeah, shut yeah. Up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm over. not watching that. Yeah. Like, shut up. It's done. Football is over. We all know it's over. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready for what? Draft season? The season yeah. of lies? Yeah, draft season. I love, I love this. There's nothing, nothing, man, nothing gets it going like the lion season around the draft, boy. We finna hear some lies. Oh, man, yeah. Man, man, man. Um, oh yeah. By the way, I saw, I saw Shadur Sanders said that he don't see a quarterback in this draft class better than him. I'm like, that's, for, I'm, yeah, I'm, next I'm, year. I admire, yeah, I admire the confidence. I respect that. I mean, yeah. he may have a point. I'm trying to think of who who's coming out next year. Next year, I think it's it's really him because I don't you I don't you're not a Queen Ewers guy either, right? No, no. Yeah, I'm not. I know one person that's Queen Ewers guy, and I don't get it. I'm, I, it confuses me. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't get I, this thing. I think Shadur's already been projected as. The top like first year, quarterback, right? yeah, the first quarterback that will be taken off yeah. the board next year. But yeah. oh well, speaking of college football, that s- football will be will mean more to me in the spring than it has since Nick Saban joined in 2007. So uh, spring ball actually matters this year. So kind of excited for that true. for Alabama. That is true. That is true. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a new era. New era. You, do they sell tickets to that spring game? Actually, I think a day's free. For AA3, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. You gonna go? Nah, I'm. Not, I've never been to an A day. Probably not. No, I feel you. I feel, it's something about like it's it's important, but like watching is not fun. Like I watched the, those games. Like these aren't fun games. I don't enjoy these games. Yeah, I mean it's cool. If I'll probably eventually go if I ever have a kid on my of my own, I'll probably yeah, take them to A day because you do get to meet all the players and the coaches, get autographs oh, and all that. that. Sense. Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. That makes- so I don't want to be the weirdo, you know, who's, you know, almost 30 <laughs> and I'm showing up just to get my own autographs. So. Hey, I feel you. I feel you. 
Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, do you want to talk about the Ryan Grove thing or you good? What a I mean, dagger, man. What a dagger. Because I, I literally, I thought I'd read a report just that morning that somebody else was hired as the offensive coordinator. So crazy. Yeah. But I'm not surprised. They caught Ryan getting grub with Mike McDonald and uh, John Schneider in Seattle, and it was over. <laughs> I was like, ah. Yeah, being the college, there's nothing crazier than like this college circle, bro. Like they will find you anywhere. Mm-hmm. They'll really find you. These college fans, and it's normal. He was just mm-hmm. having lunch with his old friends, and they're like, oh, Mike McDonald's, hey, Mike McDonald's having lunch. Like somebody posted on a forum and like, prove it. And he, sent, and he posted the picture, and then went and took a selfie with him. No, really. <laughs> yeah, I saw it was reported that Grub was having lunch or something. Yeah, yeah, with them. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah, Ryan was having Grub. Yeah, with, with Mike McDonald <laughs> and John Schneider. Yeah, you like that? You like yeah, that? it's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm running off about two and a half hours of sleep, so you know, you know how I get. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm on two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my in my bag tonight. <laughs> yeah, I did see that apparently they time this just just in time so that kids can't leave. Yeah, that's that's yeah. college football right there. That's yeah, that is. I mean, tip of the hat. I'm so glad they did that, bro. Because if we would have gone through another 30 day cycle of transfers, like, good God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and and two, I think it's. I don't think that many guys would have. Maybe there would have been some guys who would have left, but that's just not a that's just not a good move either. If you're in that position and you're a young dude, like no, at least give it the spring, bro. You don't even know, like you know, but they got cooked up or whatever. At least give it the spring. But apparently, the report has been that there has always been a contingency plan because this was most likely going to happen. So apparently, yeah. DeBoer's already had another guy in mind. Yeah. That's good. That's that's good. Because Lord knows, I feel like you know at this point the way college football is, I feel like you need three. You need three backup plans for yeah, your backup plan it, at this exactly. point. Exactly. Like Bill O'Brien was offense coordinator for two days and was gone. Because um, Boston Keller, Boston yeah, College. I, I think at some point, Levi, with the way this is kind of happening, I think at some point the NFL and the NCAA come some kind of deal about like, yo, man, when you take our coaches, give us some time, right? I don't know. Maybe. Cause it's it's just cause it seems like it's gonna be happening more now. Like mm-hmm. the things gonna like two and two in the same offseason is very random. Um, maybe it's just a random occurrence, but like the Boston College one came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one kind of came out of nowhere. Like it feels very like this might need something that might address if coaches are really gonna. Is this gonna be a thing where coaches are going to the NFL more? Things gonna be a thing where they're trying to be like, hey man, you want to chill a little bit? Like <laughs> it might be happening, or maybe you know we enforce contracts at some point in this game for a little bit, just a tiny bit, just a little bit of contract. You know, maybe. Yeah. But, you know. Well, it, it's going to continue to happen. Like one of the college football people I listen to or whatever, he said he's been told by multiple, multiple coaches and coaches that you would never even think considering it. But yeah, I mean, it, if a lot of these things like the new things don't get fixed or have some type of regulation or rules behind them, there's gonna be a lot more coaches actually leaving college to go to the NFL. Yeah. Dabo Sweeney, special teams coordinator for the National uh, Football 49ers next year. I can see that happening, actually. I can see him being a special teams coordinator at a Absolutely. NFL team. Yeah. I feel like Detroit might be a spot. Because I don't know who's going to deal with them, personality-wise. Hmm. I don't know if he deals with adults. He doesn't seem like he can deal with... He doesn't seem like he can deal with adults, too. He might get beat up. Hmm. Maybe. Somebody put hands on him. Like, real hands might get placed on him at a practice. He, Probably. You know, he not, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Me either. Me either. But yeah, man. Good night. Well, 
Yeah. Congratulations to uh, the NFL and the Chiefs. Yes. Yes. Shout out to the Chiefs. Back to back. You know, it was kind of, they stood that setup that this has been the longest drought between back to back Super Bowl champs. And it felt crazy to me. I'm like, dang, I've only seen seen consciously Super Bowl back to back champs once. And it was the Patriots. Yeah. I don't have Hmm. any memory of anyone else going back to back. So it felt like it was just normal. I felt like going back to back was difficult. But apparently, it was before the Patriots. I'm guessing, oh, the Broncos went back to back. Cowboys won back to back. And Broncos and Cowboys, yeah. And they were both in the 90s. And 49ers won back to back, didn't they? Yeah, 49ers for sure won back to back at some point. Yeah. No, I guess. Okay, yeah, it, I makes guess more, it makes more sense. It makes more sense now. Now, make, now it makes more sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there like, yeah, because I'm sitting there, you know, I was talking about saying, yo, it's rare. Going back to back is rare, man. I thought a thing that happens. Apparently it did. We just stopped doing it for a while. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. That makes the break it now makes more sense. Because yeah, the mm-hmm. 90s did have, I know Elway won his two back to back. Dallas obviously yeah. won like two or three. Mm-hmm. Two out of three, or three out of four, or something like that. And 49ers, yeah. That perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That was, makes a lot of sense. All right. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it is so, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, see you by next season. Okay, well, I've dropped the album about Travis Kelsey and their breakup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it'll be, you know, we'll be down that road and we'll see where they go from there. See how that affects Travis's year. Do you think the Swifties will come boo him? Like, you think I'll come to games just to boo him? Maybe. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're different. They're real yeah. different. They're real different. Good luck, Travis. It's a little toxic. It is. It is. Somebody yeah. said he should retire before, before they break up. Bless <laughs> Get out of there. Have you heard the... Uh, so here's a little Taylor Swift bit of information for you. You, you want to know what her... The title of her new album is inspired by? Please tell me. So was it called The Society of dead poets or whatever dead poet society dead poet or what i cannot remember society. the movie it's not called dead poet society it's like the taylor sword new album let's see i am botching this it is called oh the tortured poets department i've never heard of that that's her new album that's what it's going to be called or whatever so the inspiration of the naming behind it is apparently her last boyfriend, the one she dated for the longest. Yeah. Apparently his a good minute. Yeah, yeah. It was like four years or something like that. Yeah. Well, apparently his friend group chat, theirs was titled The Tortured Men's Department. So she lighting him up. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. And good luck to you, buddy. What would Travis Kelsey's be? <laughs> i'm sure she she she'd play off something that he says a lot or um, i can't even think does he have a catchphrase jabronis ah yes the dead jabronis club or something like that but yo did you do you see what the back of the album says no i love you it's ruining me my god she is they are her and drake are the same freaking people they are Oh, they are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because, yo, I was really thinking, like, yo, at some point, you need to grow up. I'd be saying that about Drake. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is, too, and I've started to turn on Drake a little bit, as in, yeah. I don't follow him as closely anymore. I still think he's, I mean, he's still my favorite rapper of all time. I think he's a GOAT. I will bump Drake all day, every day. But when it comes to, you know, the off-the-studio issues, it's like, bro, Get over it. I'm tired of the uh, 
I mean, at some point, it's your fault, bro. Like, and I mean, if, if you haven't found love yet, oh, we got to start looking in the mirror. And but the thing is, I think what frustrates me even more now, though, is that they've started to decide to look in the mirror and they're okay with what they see back. And it's like, no, 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 <laughs> you got to be critical of yourself here. Right, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, but instead of being self-evaluated, they've got more toxic towards the other genders. Like, yo, what's up with you? Yep. Like, what, when did this happen? I actually saw them. You've seen those videos of, and I think it's that one popular one that stays on the LSU campus, but you've seen all these people now, they just stop college students and ask them random questions or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it was like one of those unpopular take opinion things or whatever. And this girl said her unpopular opinion was that the, the Taylor Swift version of a feminism is a toxic one. And I was like, oh, girl. Don't start preaching now. I <laughs> said, don't, don't start preaching now. I <laughs> said, oh man, no, that, that, yeah, this, you know, you know what Adele Adele found love, and I don't think you think she, I think she just stopped making songs. Yeah. Her and Rich Paul all together, she's just like, you know what? I can only make songs sad, and I understand that making, if you only make, you, you better expressing your pain. I feel that. Mm-hmm. But she got all the pain. She's like, I'm, I'm good. I'm out. Yeah. I've done my thing. I'm going to do this residency. She made the albums since 2021. Adele. Yeah, she. You know what I'm saying? Like growth as mm-hmm. a person. Yeah, for real. They are the growth phase of their lives. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to Travis and Taylor. Good luck. Wish y'all the best. And Drake. Because here's the thing. Yeah, and Drake. Because you know the <laughs> thing too. If Taylor goes on the album to a new heights podcast going up, because Travis can talk. He can go. He can talk back. Yeah. He can talk back for sure. Yeah. He can get. He can get real lit. He can get real lit. That podcast didn't even need the Taylor Swift bump, and, and then they got it. Numbers, yeah, they were doing numbers without it. Yeah, yeah, they were. They waves, waves were, but the whole network off them basically. Yeah, they, they did. Board. I think that's yeah. the one and only podcast they have. But no, whoever, no. no, they had them. Carmelo and Meryl's podcast is over there with them. Carmelo, oh, and I forgot they have a podcast. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that um, was Wave. Yeah, that's Wave. I found out last week. And Bomani, they got Bomani now. That's the, uh, that's the trio. Yeah, but they started with I think Travis, Travis and, and yeah, Travis, yeah, 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 yeah. They were the first Bomani ones. I made a joke last week. If I went to the offices and it was just pictures. I saw a picture of Travis and Jason. I said, I know who pay the bills around here. Yeah, <laughs> what they do. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, they are, they are the number one number one draft pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to that. Shout out to Super Bowl, man. This was a nice little instant reaction. Got my toxicity out. 49ers fans, yeah. I wanted to send you the Olive Branch. Fletcher Clock said it's still beef, and I, I follow my leader. <laughs> so, you know, I don't necessarily got a problem with you because you experienced what I experienced last year, and that gave me, like, a sick level of satisfaction because I'm a sick person like that. I'm I'm real deep. That's how I hate. But Fletcher Clock said it's beef, so. What you want from me? Sup? Sorry. Hi, Do you hi. want... Do you want to end this on the way, way too early Super Bowl 59 prediction? Absolutely. Absolutely. Who you got? Levi. I got Philadelphia Eagles Chiefs too. We ran hey, back. Look at that. That's the first, I think that's the first time you picked the Eagles. Like, is right. I'm pretty sure it is. Are you no longer worried about jinxing them? It's just like whatever now. At this point, at this point, what more can I do? They haven't done to themselves mm-hmm. at this point, you know? I'm probably gonna start playing with them on Madden, doing Madden franchise them because I told you I avoided doing that. I thought it was my fault. They won't win the Super Bowl, but at this point, I'm, just, I'm doing everything I want. At this point, I'm copying New Jersey this year. Probably copy that AJ Brown. Probably copy that AJ Brown this year. Mm. Love AJ, that's my guy. Probably copy AJ Brown. We got CEO Sirianni because he'll be CEO Sirianni next year. 
know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. They, they moved him to the, you just oversee things. You mm-hmm. not touching stuff so much. You just make sure everyone's doing the job. Yeah. They moved him to that role. And that. <laughs> That's what a head coach should be doing, for real. I'm perfectly fine with that. But yeah, she and well, everybody gets scared. So I, I was scared. Yeah, I understand. I understand. You ready for my pick, though? Yeah, talk to me. Who you got? I've got the 49ers okay. and the Bills. And the Bills will win, and the 49ers will become the new Bills. Oh, that's a crazy timeline. That's a crazy. Oh, the Bills passing the curse to the 49ers? Yes. Oh, yes. That'd be, that'd be wild. Yeah. That'd be that's wild. what I got. That's fire. Yeah, because I've, I've, I've started to have that thought. Maybe the 49ers are just yeah. the new Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and if anyone deserves to be the Bills, to be like, Bill, this Kyle Shanahan for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, he's building up the resume already. He's for sure. That's his legacy. That's what mm-hmm. he said there. Yeah. You see his face after the game? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a man who's like, what the hell do I do? Where do I go from here? God hates me. You know, the <laughs> yeah. sickest thing I saw was like before when the Chiefs had that last drive and got close with like six seconds left or whatever, 10 seconds left, they showed George Kittle. And I swear, I think I saw him mouth. I tried and shook his shoulders and shrugged his shoulders. I was like, oh, they're broken. Oh, really? I, I thought that was more for him. He left, went into the locker room, came back out. And so he's yeah. trying something. I don't know. Oh, I thought he was saying I tried. I thought I was saying I tried. Like, yeah, we did all we could. I did all yeah. we could. We it may have been that. It may yeah, have been that's that. What I was thinking. You might be right. But that's what I was thinking in my brain. I was like, dang. That's because it did hurt. It would have hurt. Losing mm-hmm. regulation would have hurt. Football is so sick, bro, because dudes don't be open all game. Then at the end of the game, they be open. Yeah. That's why I hate this sport sometimes. Well, my dad made the observation. He was like, I don't freaking get it. He said, I swear it happens every time. But whenever there is a two-minute situation at the end of an NFL game, that offense is going to score no matter what. They could have not scored all freaking game or get even close. He was like, why don't they just always run the two-minute offense? So it's like, you got a point there. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, bro, I think it's never failed. Any prevent offense, any prevent defense, prevent from winning, man. Yeah. Everybody goes to these shells. So why was C. Wilkes could play? Like that, that's when I knew they were, when the first time they lined up in it, because they lined up in it four or five times. The first time they did it, I said, there you go, Patrick Mahomes. We wrapped it up for you and we're giving it to you. I was like, what the heck, bro? Yo, it, was, we, it was maddening. It was maddening. Yeah, it went from 10 to 3 to 13 to 10 so fast. I was like, oh, boy. Hello, yeah. Man. Here we yeah. go. It, it kept surprising me every time I looked down and I saw the score was still 10 to 3. I was like, the 49ers should be winning by like 21 they to 3 right now. Them. They should have been. They running out the building. Isn't the Chiefs, haven't they always been a very good red zone defense team? Though, hasn't that been their bread and butter? Yeah. Hard, yeah. Even yeah. when they were bad at defense, they're like, oh, yeah, but you, you know, bad defense, like, you know, they bend, but don't break. And how about yeah. you just don't do either? How about, you <laughs> just, how about you just get a stop? How about you believe in that? I want that as a defense. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now that they had, they were reds on defense. Now just the, now just the good defense everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere they're the defense. But yeah. Yeah. Think about that prevent thing. It made more sense when they're fighting the clock because, like, you want to keep up everybody in bounds. Yeah, but you're on. Yeah. Then. But in overtime, what are you well, doing? Why are you doing that? No, I just got mad. Why are you? Do, why are you doing that in overtime? No, and no, no, no. You know what's even worse? They have four downs, bro. They're not. They're not punting on four down. You're giving them yeah, four downs to work did. with. Yeah. 
it, like that, that was the most frustrating thing because that was, I swear to God, that was my first thought was I was like, they have four downs. Why aren't you going to get them five, six yards? Right. Because you're going to be able to convert that every time. It was, yeah, it was nasty. Bro, nasty. then both Steve Wilkes and Kyle Shanahan, they go take a little retreat and find themselves or lose themselves. Either one. <laughs> the darkness house for 48 hours. Go, yeah, go find that ayahuasca center in Brazil that Rogers and everybody else goes to. You know who else went to that that darkness house? You know what that that darkness house? Cliff Kingsbury? Rudy Gobert. Did he really? He actually, he actually went. He actually went to that little day. He went there. And they See, say he, came, he went there and he came back with new defensive concepts. I'm like, oh, okay, bro. Okay, bro. Actually, Rudy Gobert is like one of the one guys I actually would write the prescription for. I would say, you know what? Actually, I think you do need to go there. <laughs> it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Send Cat there too. Why didn't Cat go with him? Cat need, man. We got to send Cat <laughs> to a dog school or something. Man. That, that guy. That guy, man. Maybe yeah. send Cat to scared straight, but it's like the opposite. Like you yeah. try to scare him into being a dog instead of not being right, a dog. Right. Yeah. Oh, my NBA hot take. Let's get this out of there. I trust everyone in the West more than I trust Tim Wolves. That's all I'd say on the matter. Even the Lakers? Everyone. <laughs> and, like every everyone except like the Rockets. And the Spurs, anybody else? And the and the Trailblazers, Rockets, Spurs, Trailblazers. Anybody else? I got, I got, I got you over the Wolves in seven, or six. <laughs> I'm done with them. I'm finished with them. Yeah. I've had enough. The trade deadline was a little bit crazy. It was crazy. It was a lot more movement than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I was shocked. I was shout out shocked. to the shout out to the Knicks. To be honest, uh, the Knicks. They, to me, Levi, I don't see a reason why the Knicks shouldn't be in the conference finals. Yeah, like, agree. I don't see anyone standing in front of him. The Heat are done. The condolences to Jimmy Butler. But I know he said them with family. He, someone he lost someone in his family, so he's on a leave. He's on a leave of absence indefinitely. So that's done. Mm-hmm. The Bucks. Well, let's try next year. Let's try next mm-hmm. season. And B's maybe out to the playoffs, and then he comes back. He's not. It's going to be have to get in game shape. Like I think it should be the Knicks and the Celtics in the Conference Finals, and no mm-hmm. one else. It should it shouldn't be a whiff of anyone else. Honestly, like I don't mm-hmm. think they're in they're in prime position for like. And I was saying that when they traded, oh, they say yo, when they did put themselves in position to be like an injury away, like somebody gets hurt on a major team, then they might make a Finals run. Now they might make a Finals run anyway. Mm-hmm. They they make great moves. They do. I love what the Knicks have done. How do you feel about Dejounte staying? I don't think we we're going to get the value out. Well, Dejounte started balling. Like these past two, three weeks, which go, go figure. So I think that was part of it, but I think also they couldn't find the return and value back or what they saw was suitable. So I'm totally good with it. I agree. Yeah. I felt like, I felt like the asset price was, they want to get back what they gave up and you're just not getting back what you gave up. I think mm-hmm. they accept that at a certain point, but I was thinking, like I said, he's been balling lately. Trey's been good. There might still be something there. It's just take time. It's going to be weird, but. You know, they might, they might find something in the offseason. I wouldn't have hated it. It, it, it. If it was just him alone, I would have hated it. But if we would have gotten another formidable piece along with him, I would have been fine with Austin Rivers. But that's just, be, I mean, Austin Reeves. But that's just because Austin Reeves, you know, he's he's a role player. He knows what his job is. Exactly. And we could definitely use like those skill sets that he has. But I mean, if it was just a straight up Dewante and Austin Reeves trade. No, then yeah, that, I wouldn't have been that, for that. That whole I was so glad when they're like, we don't want D I'm like, good. I'm glad. Oh, yeah. Because every time we go to the Lakers, 
I was talking to a friend. He was like, yeah, they said Johnson Regular Flavor. I'm like, for who, though? Like, who's coming? Mm-hmm. Like, probably D-Lo. I said, why would they do something stupid like that? Yeah. I don't think the Hawks are a stupid organization. Why would they want D-Lo? Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. It's got to make work. I said, it said, but I don't, it doesn't make sense. Like, where yeah. D- I said, where D-Lo? They do that, where D-Lo going? Because they ain't to the Hawks. We just got even smaller. <laughs> like, we're going to play D-Lo and Trey at the one and two. Yeah, like, that just makes no logical. I refuse, I was like, I refuse to believe the Hawks are stupid or that, yeah. that dumb. And then they said they want nothing to do with D-Lo. I said, I knew it. Yeah. They were, I knew they weren't that dumb. <laughs> I knew it, man. But yeah, Buddy Hill to the six is going to be a big deal when it beats healthy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. That, was, that was a great pickup, too. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be real nice. The Pacers, I mean, Gordon Hayward to the Thunder didn't move me because I just don't think Gordon, mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward doesn't move me until I see him play basketball, which mm-hmm. he doesn't do, respectfully. So I think it was a great move as in, think about how young that locker room is. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it, it is nice. it's a nice bed presence for sure. But, I mean, his bed presence didn't help the Hornets, but, you know, that's, all right, that might be their problem. There, There's no help in the Hornets, yeah, except for Brandon Miller's balling right now. He is. He's he really stole Paul George's whole game. And it's so funny. Yeah, like, he did. It, but like he I mean he took the jump shot. I'm like, why He's a lot more smooth with it than Paul George is, too. Yeah, like, I why think. You, why you steal his jumper? Why you took everything? Yeah. But I like I like Brandon though. I like Brandon. It's a lot of loser mentality in that Hornets locker room, though. It disgusts me. Yeah. They were down like 30, they were like 20 points. Steve Clear got ejected. They're on the sideline laughing. I saw like, that. You were, like, you were just a bunch of losers. Yeah. Just lose. Just be better people. Yeah. Be better humans. They're losers. Sorry. All right, I'm done with the Hornets. <laughs> I mean, Hayes, whose trade request didn't get honored, by the way. Wait, what? What, what happened? What did he do? request did not get honored. Oh, he asked for a trade? Yeah, and they said, I'm about to wave. I'm about to wave instead. <laughs> what they said. <laughs> I do want to see, I don't even know what the record is, but I hope the Kings get back. I do like the Kings. I don't hate the Kings. I don't hate the Kings. The problem be with teams that like my like super NBA friends be annoying me talking about certain teams and I want those teams to fail so they can leave me alone about them because mm-hmm. they get ridiculous with the takes and I want I be wanting them to fail. Like somebody told me the Kings were gonna go to conference finals last year. I like, well, then he wouldn't say it, but I made him say it. He was talking about like, well, you know, I think they can beat them. I said, okay, see, he was like, he like named three playoffs. I said, okay, so you have them in the conference finals. That's what you're telling me? He's like, I mean, I said you have them. In the, you're telling you have them in the conference finals. You got them beating everybody except the Nuggets. So you had them in the conference finals, is what you're telling mm-hmm. me. So that's when I got sick of the Kings. But yeah. Oh, yeah. They're in, yeah, they got to get together. They're in seven. Yeah. They got to get that together. Yeah. They do, which I know injury has been part of their problem. Yeah. Did you see that shot Steph hit last night? Yeah. I did. What? Yeah. I was like, yo. I mean, that's just another one of those things. It, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't like, surprise me. Like, what are you supposed to do? Nothing. I mean, you don't do anything. He just turned, he just turned right out there, yo, or whatever, man. Yeah, Kevin Durant's over there just laughing like, all right, I don't know what to do about that. Nothing I can do with that. Mm-hmm. Nurkic, by the way, he was acting a little childish last night. I'm not gonna lie, he was a little childish. Who? Nurkic, he was being a little childish last night. Actually, I didn't see what was going on with that. So like, he kind of started with Draymond. Huh. Then Draymond got in Draymond mode and like hit him with a too little. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nurkic tried to do one back, and then Nurkic had to, and then they lost. Nurkic went to the media and was like, like he hadn't learned anything. I'm like, bro, you started it. You doing? You yeah. started it, bro. You don't, don't cry now. It's over. You blew it, bro. I like Nurkic yeah. though. I want to know. I want to know. I want to follow Nurkic's journey to the NBA because the way that man speaks, I know he was hanging around. <laughs> I find it very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like to know more about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it though. I think my last uh, hoops thing is Jordan Poole is terrible. That's all I want to say about hoops. 
Jordan Poole is terrible, and Kevin Garnett was right. Or Kevin Garnett? Yeah, he shouldn't be in the league. Oh, he said that? I didn't know that was a take. <laughs> <laughs> like, two months ago. Like, Yo, that's how I play. I got no place in our league. <laughs> and Paul Pierce, like, in the league? Like, in the league. Dang. Shout out to Kevin Garnett, man. It was a real, yo, Kevin Garnett said, Kevin Garnett said, I don't, I don't want my son playing, having nobody like that as their leader. Kevin Garnett didn't have a son, by the way. He just threw that out. He threw his mythical, his, his idea of having a son that played with Jordan Poole and how much it would disgust him. <laughs> he, was, he was sick. He, yeah, he was sick of Jordan Poole. <laughs> Skip Bayless says, Brady would have beaten the Niners team in regulation by 14. All right. I thought he was going to say Chiefs. I see. I was expecting a cheat. What a weird take. What a weird take. Brady didn't beat anybody in Super Bowl by 14. Literally. No- oh, well, he beat the Chiefs that one time. But like. He's a- Skip Bayless is really good at going out there and finding the take nobody else has got. Undisputed is going out sad, man. It's going out sad. I don't yeah. know how it happened, but like their subreddit popped up on my Reddit. I mean, their, Reddit, their subreddit pops on my Reddit feed every now and then. Mm-hmm. And it's just people being mad about how bad the show is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they hate it now, bro. <laughs> Meanwhile, Shannon Sharp's numbers are doing going crazy. Mm-hmm. He is wilding over there. Uncle Uncle Shay Shay is bugging. Salute to him. Yeah. So yeah, so Skip, you lost the war, bro. You lost the war. Richard Sherman can't save you. Richard Sherman and Michael, and Michael Irvin can't, they can't save you. And Keyshawn nope. Johnson, they, they can't save They're you. They're actively pro- trying to figure out how to get rid of you, probably. So Honestly, yeah. They're like, how do we flip this? Um, Nick Wright's about to be on at 930, boy. It's it's lit. <laughs> oh, Nick Wright's coming for everything. Yeah, probably. Skip All on right. debate, Nick. Skip on debate, Nick Wright. I don't like that. No, no never, never. Skip and Nick need to have the Brady-Mahomes argument tomorrow. Tomorrow, that is must watch TV. I will be there immediately. I, I think it'd be too much like watching uh somebody hit a puppy. I think that's what it'd be like for me. Nick would do him. Nick would do him very bad. Yeah, Nick would do him so bad. Yeah, I like Nick. I really like Nick. Nick Rick's being really smart with hot takes. It is not much you can do to counteract it. Mm-hmm. He explains himself. He's got to be mad. It's like, dang, he makes sense though. <laughs> he's really he's really massive i gotta i gotta give him that credit i really do his hair bothers me it's weird it's strange it's not a good look i don't like it and too i don't i've seen him is is it like a thing now like is he doing like the stoner like type thing because he came out with a few clips i guess he's just sitting in his chair or whatever and he's wearing like one of those stoner ponchos you know those like weaves knitted and it's very legal so he might be that just made no more. That made it even worse, in my opinion. If you would have said he's from LA, I would have been like, "Oh, okay, that makes a little more sense." He's from Kansas City. He's actually from Kansas City. That see, that just yeah. made it even worse. <laughs> but he he works he works in New York and it's legal. You know, he probably he probably like no, you know, yeah, having a good time. No, I mean I'm fine with him. I I just don't. I'm like, what what is this persona that we're going no, with right persona, now? Yes, yeah, hilarious. That's yeah, hilarious. persona is a obsessed Chiefs fan, a gambler, and obsessed Chiefs fan, and loving father and husband. Or God takes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. If Nick if you told me Nick Wright would be on the speed, that'd be the second time ever I tuned in at 9 30 to be there on time. <laughs> the first what time was the first the, time when the Cowboys lost to the Packers. I was uh, I was at, I was I was on I was there at nine o'clock. I said, Where are the speed at? Where are they? Where is on the speed? I was looking for it. Like, nah, that's okay, bet. I'll be here at 9 30. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready that day, Levi. Second time. The second time I would tune in. <laughs> I said, hey, you can charge you can charge me three bucks for that. I might pay it. 
That's a heavyweight match. About it's probably coming. I hope so. They, they need to do something. They gotta save the network. Julep, pop, 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 pop,